Hey guys, if you are struggling to stay focused, I get it. With everything that's going on in the world right now, it feels a little bit like Groundhog's Day. The kids are always here, and so there is no difference between Monday and Saturday. And it's one of those reasons that I want to make sure that you guys know about our Start Today brand. Start Today began with my Start Today journal. Several years ago, I came up with this product for myself that would help me to practice gratitude and to make sure that my goals were crystal clear in my mind as part of my morning routine. At the beginning of this year, I launched my priority planner, which was a way for you to take the biggest goal in your life and break it down into bite-sized pieces so that you could actually start to make traction. So if you have not checked them out yet, oh my gosh, go to starttoday.com and check out our newest line available in Target stores all over the US and of course at target.com. If you know that right now you need to stay on task, you need to stay on target, please check out these products. I think that you will love them as much as I do. Starttoday.com or target.com to start today the right way. You guys, after months of waiting and a year of writing, my new book, Girl, Wash Your Face, is finally out in the world. I want to thank you so much, every single one of you who has bought the book on ebook or a physical copy or on audio. Your support means the world to me. And if you are listening to my podcast and you haven't yet bought the book, you're dead to me. No, I'm totally kidding. But I am serious about how important this book is. I keep talking about it because I sincerely believe there are tools in it that can help change your life. So if you have the $16, I want you to go buy it right now because you love your pal Rach. And if you don't, head to the library or borrow it from a friend. But if you care enough to listen here, you're going to love the wisdom inside of this book. Girl, wash your face. I promise you will not be sorry you did. If you're waiting to take the next step until you feel confident or until you feel like you have enough resources or wisdom, you're going to be the false prophet of your own doom because you're never going to go anywhere. Just get going no matter what stage you are for the next step. And if you have that dream inside of you, you need to honor it and go for it. Welcome to the Deus Podcast. My name is Rachel Hollis, and I've built a multi-million dollar media company with a high school diploma and a Google search bar. Each week, we'll share direct, tangible advice or inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life. Today on Deus, I'm speaking with Allie Worthington, author, speaker, and the executive director of Propel Women. She's also an incredible business coach. So Allie shares her advice on how to grow and scale your business, what an email list is all about, and we both get into our battle with anxiety and how we work to get past it every day. Give it a listen. So first of all, thank you so much for wanting to hang out with us today. Uh, for anyone who has never heard of you, who doesn't know what you do or who you are, will you tell us a little bit about about all the things? 
<laughs> sure. I am a former serial entrepreneur turned author and business coach. But what's really important is I also have survived being the mom of five boys. What? So my boys, they are, yeah, there's five of them. Holy and, and here's the thing. smokes. People always ask me the same questions in order. I'll give them to you because you'll appreciate the first. Yes. Were you trying for a girl? Yes. <laughs> yes, I was. Don't rub it in. Yeah. The second is, did you, did you actually have them all? Yes. <laughs> and were any of them twins? And the answer is no. No. So, we just did yeah. this over and over and over. Don't even worry about it. Wow. We How old are they? Did. How old are they all? The oldest is 19 okay. and the baby, which I guess he's not a baby anymore, but he's always going to be a baby because we spoil him. He's yes. nine. So okay. I had all five of them within 10 years. Oh my gosh, sister. Wow. Uh, so beyond beyond the boys and beyond um, just surviving that, frankly, uh, <laughs> what uh, what are you up to today? What do you work on? What do you do? All sorts of things that I know from just being Instagram friends, but I'd love for you to share your work with everybody else. Um, sure. I have written a couple of books, Breaking Busy and Fierce Faith. So Fierce Faith is kind of top of mind right now, and I've been doing a lot of traveling, talking about it, um, helping other women grow their businesses. I've been walking along with Chris Kane for the past four years and helping her build a ministry called Propel Women. Mm -hmm. So that's where my heart is to to help women and companies and individuals build their dreams. Mm, that's awesome. How um, Talk me through that process of becoming a business coach. I think there's something really mm -hmm. compelling about that. Be and also it's an area where a lot of women sort of aspire. What are the traits or characteristics that you need, do you think, in order to do that well? Well, that's a great question. I think I'm an unusual business coach because a lot of business coaches will be trained by who knows what without ever having experience growing a business, which yes. I could go on a rant about that. But Girl, that's yes. No, Come let's on. go on a rant about that because I, it's like all of these, I hate to say false prophets who mm -hmm. are talking about, you see this everywhere right now, especially in digital marketing, like grow your email list, sell this way. I have a billion dollars. And you're like, you've never, you, you haven't actually grown or made anything. And you're advising me on how to grow and make something. For real, just because you can take pretty pictures doesn't mean you can help other women put money yes. in the bank. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, I interrupted mm -mm. you, but it's but keep so going. Great. So yeah. No, it's okay, because I'll go on that rant with you, sister. I get yeah. it. Um, for me, I think the classic business coaching model is you have meetings with people, and then you ask them questions, and they, they come up with answers on their own, not me. I'm like, hey, girl, this is what we need to do, mm -hmm. and this is what we need to do now. So I'll just literally walk the process with people, whether it's a know, one of my clients is a physician with a bunch of different uh, medical offices around the country to all the way down to women who come to me to say, hey, I have a dream to write a book. Help me on that process. Mm. So it's super individual. It's something where not only do you have to, as a coach, believe in their dream, you have to actually like the person yeah. because you're going to be spending so much time with them. It's, it's really a relationship and an investment in them and their future. There's some people that I've that have wanted to work with me that have been like, I think we're going to annoy each other. So mm. we just can't. We yeah. have to honor that. It's not going to work. Yeah, absolutely. No. Uh, so at, at, over the, how long have you been, how long have you been coaching? Um, I think I first started coaching in 2012. Okay. What well, do you a think? A really long time. What do you think is um, the biggest challenge in trying to come alongside someone else and assist them with their dreams? Hmm. Another great question. It's twofold. The first is no matter how many resources and tools and information we have and we fill our minds with, 
fear and our mindset will always be the thing that takes us out. Mm-hmm. And then you combine that with social media. You combine that with Facebook ads and Instagram ads that go up and tell people every day, you know, take this course and you'll make a million dollars by the end of the year. Or, you know, look, look at this image of my life and how perfect I am because I did X, Y, and Z. And so it kind of chips away at self-confidence. So mm-hmm. not only are we working toward building a dream and growing our business, we have these really hurtful messages coming at us all the time. It's, it's our mindset mm-hmm. that's going to take us out of the game. And was this something, I, I feel like this is such a silly question, because if you say yes, then I'm going to be like, oh, you're an android. But was this something <laughs> that you, like you carried that knowledge around with you forever? Or is this something that you've learned over time as you've grown into the woman that you've become that, um, that sort of grace with yourself, that not looking outside yourself for answers? Like, how did you come to this truth? Really hard-won battles over the years. Mm -hmm. So here's what's interesting. 12 years ago, I walked into a bookstore and just had the thought, I want to write a book one day. Mm -hmm. And I Googled on dial-up internet that took forever, how do you get a book deal? Yes. And the answer was, if, if to get a book deal, you either need to be famous infamous or well-connected. And I was none of those things. I was literally a stay-at-home mom in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And then my next Google search was, okay, uh, any other ways to get a blog deal? (laughs) And the answer was get a blog. And if you have a blog, you can have a platform. Mm. Next Google search, what's the blog? Mm -hmm. So from that point on, I became obsessed with learning all the details I can, because I feel like with God and Google on our side, we can do anything. Amen. And so I always had the tactics and the strategies to be able to, you know, help myself and help other people. But it's really just been in the past four years that, that just from some, uh, some personal battles and, and things I've gone through and seasons I've had to journey through that, that the depth of, of how much focus and how much self-confidence matters and how much our mindset matters has come into play. And when you combine those resources and just the the great business details we need with great healthy strategies for the way we think, that's Mm -hmm. when we become really powerful and that's when we find true success. Do you feel like you get pushback for that idea? Because I definitely, I am in your camp, let's start a club. I am all Mm -hmm. about mindset and focus (laughs) and you choose joy, you choose to have a great marriage, you you choose all those things. I believe that's true. And I get a lot of flack for that on social media because immediately women will come back with, here are all the reasons why I can't choose to be happy, why I can't reach for something better because of X, Y, Z. Um, I'm just curious what your own, what your own experience is with telling people that that's your belief. I think for me, because I have been through such difficult situations in the past, like when, let's see, 2007, right as the recession was happening, I was blogging because I was doing, you know, what the internet told me to do. (laughs) Um, So I was blogging, trying to build a platform. Uh, my fifth baby had been born. He was five weeks old. Because of some bad real estate decisions, we ended up losing our house, mm. filing bankruptcy, being homeless with five children and a wow. newborn, if you can imagine, and wow. having to move in with my family. Um, worst part of that is the family I moved in with lived in the mountains. They did not have internet, and I had to drive to a McDonald's Playland wow. to be able to blog. Like, it was hustle. Wow. And because I tell these stories, I think I get a little bit of grace because when people come back at me and say, here's why I can't do it. I'm like, oh, honey. Yeah. Let me talk you to have you. Been, 
until you've been broke and um, having to borrow free internet at the McDonald's Playland, yeah. I don't want to hear. Yes, yeah. I love that. I love that so much because I feel like that's um, – a, we don't get a lot of that. We don't get a lot of the backstory. We don't get a lot of the truth. We don't get, um, especially in the influencer space when it comes to women, it's very much, let me just show you the finished product. Let mm -hmm. me show you the race. Like, let me show you me 10 years into this process and you are at the very beginning and you don't feel like you can even try. And the excuses are easy to reach for unless someone like you or another person with a platform stands up and says, no, 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 this is what this looks like. And this is what this takes. Uh, one of the girls on our staff went to a conference this last weekend and she was saying that she hated that so many of these really successful influencers were telling everybody in the audience will only work with brands that you just absolutely love. You should never, ever, ever work with anybody that you don't like. Ne don't make it about money. Just make it about the work. I think that's really easy to say when you're at the top of your field. I think there's a lot of things that are really easy to um, tout. Like I hear people in the personal growth space all the time. There's someone I really admire. I heard him on a podcast recently say like, oh, I just hate the word hustle. I hate the word hustle. I think that's, you know, that's people being too hard on themselves. And I'm like, well, that sounds like someone who's been a New York Times bestselling author for about 15 years. <laughs> you know, like, get out of here. I, more people need to say, yeah, I had to drive to McDonald's. And yeah, this is what it looks like. And yeah, it's hard. But I wanted that dream. Y'all, we are doing a community-wide challenge. And it's totally free. And I am challenging you to join us. It's called Next 90 Days, as in how can we be intentional, thoughtful leaders for the next 90 days? We're going to need our community. We're going to need accountability more than ever. So I want you to head over to thehollisco.com slash next 90. That's thehollisco.com slash N-E-X-T nine zero and join us. Every single week, Dave and I will be teaching on a different topic, things like perspective or reaching for joy or dealing with anxiety in these crazy times. We are going to give you so many free resources and surround you with community. When we did this at the end of last year, we had 650,000 people sign up and we feel like it can be bigger than ever. Come together in a community of like-minded people and let's learn how to choose our mindset no matter what is happening in the world around us. Totally. I mean, here's the thing. We have bills to pay. We mm -hmm. have drinks to build. Mm -hmm. And there's no time to, to sit around and go, but does this really fill my soul right now? Yeah. Well, no, this is work. <laughs> yeah, come on. We got we to gotta make sure there's food on the table. Man, I uh, so I feel like there's a hundred things that we could go off on on this tangent because I just um, I love the idea of being real and honest about what this looks like and um, how you navigate hard things. Tell me if I'm mistaken, but I feel like you have talked a lot about anxiety. That's something mm -hmm. that you you've written about. You've done a lot of work. Tell me about that um, journey for you. Yeah, I was someone who never really thought that I struggled with fear or anxiety. I would say that I was stressed. Mm -hmm. I would say that things were hard, but I didn't realize how it was holding me back. Mm. And about six years ago, my husband got sick. He developed just out of the blue. Like he's a, a super athlete, great shape, skier, 
but he got sick. He developed adult onset asthma and we didn't know what happened. So imagine someone's healthy for a month and then the kids bring home an illness and all of a sudden he has pneumonia and we're just trying to get him enough oxygen. Wow. So for me, my life just kind of collapsed and a couple of good friends came to me at different spots to say, listen, you're dying under your fear and anxiety. Not only was, was I anxious about his health, I, you know, I travel a lot and I speak. I had to cut all of that out because I never knew when the next shoe was going to drop, when he was going to get sick again. Mm -hmm. So it took me on this journey of studying fear, anxiety, and worry at great depth Mm -hmm. and figuring out the practical tools for how, how to overcome it. Because like, I know we're not supposed to live in fear. I know that, that everything's going to turn out okay in the end. But I was like, what, what do I do in the morning when I wake up with this knot of anxiety? So I'm, I'm like you, I'm super obsessed with practical tools. Mm -hmm. So I just went on this journey to figure out like, what's our battle plan? How do Mm -hmm. we, how do we break out of this Mm -hmm. and not get in our own way? And that's so funny because I do um, episodes of the podcast that are solo episodes and I just sit down by myself in my office and I'll talk about a topic that's on my heart. And the one that I recorded last week, not honestly, not knowing you and I are going to have this conversation was about my own uh, struggles with anxiety and the things that I did to get past it and that I have to do every day. I think that I will do for the rest of my life as a um, being on offense instead of defense when it comes to feeling that way. I'd love to hear what some of your tools were. I love it, first of all, that you admit that it's something you have to do every day Mm because people look at me and go, you wrote the book on fear. Are you still afraid? Yes, I am because life is scary. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My favorite tool is what I call the fierce faith mantra. It's something, it's just four sentences. I have it written it up on my office. I keep it on my phone and it's so simple. It's this, show up, be real, love others and don't quit. And for me, I mean, we've all heard the phrase showing up is half the battle and it sounds trite, but it sounds trite because it's true. Mm-hmm. Like we, we literally just have to show up for our own lives. Yeah. And being real goes to that sense of authenticity that you touched on before. We need to be able to tell our stories. We're all so unique and we have such a gift to bring to the world. But for me, for too long, I would, you know, I'd enter a room and I would figure out what everybody wanted from me. Mm. And then I would literally turn myself inside out to try to be what they wanted. Wow. But I had to decide. Yeah, I think so many women do that. I love that you're you're saying that because that's a great thing for us to all think on. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's good. No, girl, we're just talking. It's fine. (laughs) Um, And then the other one is love others because when I'm stressed or when I'm nervous or afraid, I will have the tendency to, you know, bite the heads off of people that I love. Mm -hmm. Not, Not meaning to, but it's just what we do when we're stressed. And then the last one is most important for me, and it's just don't quit. Yeah. Um, because I think that we all believe this lie that if we're doing what we're supposed to do, if we are living out our dreams, it's going to be easy. We're going to, mm. you know, we're going to plant the seeds and an orchard's going to pop up when sometimes we arrive on this at the field of our dreams mm-hmm. and it's covered in brush and the dirt is in terrible condition and we got to clear the brush and we got to find a stupid plow and plow it <laughs> before before we can throw down our seeds and when we when we believe that if we're meant to do it it would be easy mm. then we take ourselves out of the game way too early yeah that's so good oh that's such good wisdom Hey guys, we'll be back in a hot minute with more of this interview, but now a quick word from a sponsor. Have you been dying for a chance to get away? 
Are you wanting the opportunity to get your cup filled back up? Do you want to hang out with a bunch of the coolest women you've ever met and drink some wine and have your butt lovingly kicked by some of the greatest female speakers on the planet? Then you need to come and hang out with us at Rise Weekend LA. April 6th and 7th, it is the most fun, most encouraging, most motivational thing you can do with your life this year. Head over to letsrise.co for more info. And sister, I sincerely hope that I will see you there. One of the questions I get asked most often is about time management. In particular, time management for working moms. That's a whole mega beast, right? You're trying to juggle school schedules and playdates and meetings and projects and getting in a workout and date night and, and it's crazy. Luckily, I found the Cozy app. Cozy tracks everyone's schedules and events in one place. No more missed pickups or double bookings. Cozy even does the job of reminding others in the family about events and appointments. Cozy will send emails every morning with the day's agenda, send on-device reminders, and alerts others when a new appointment is added to the calendar. Best part? It's free. Get Cozy, C-O-Z-I, from your app store or at cozy.com forward slash Rachel. Hey, y'all, do me a favor. While you're listening to today's episode, take a screenshot and put it on Instagram or your Insta stories and tag me. I love hearing what you think and seeing what you're up to, and it helps the tribe remember to go listen to this week's episode. Thanks so much. I um, One of the most powerful things that I've learned in the last decade was uh, the sentence it is impossible to feel true gratitude and anxiety simultaneously. I was at a conference and wow. someone said that like, and just someone saying that made me stop and question, wait, could, could that be true for me? And I think a lot of times our journey toward healing or strength in our personal life is arming yourself with information, reading the books and listening to the podcasts and watching the videos and just asking that question, could that be true for me? And I started to do that work. So I'll tell you that since that day, every single morning of my life, I get up and I spend about 15 minutes in meditation and prayer on just three, re like imagine three incredible blessings in your life. Like put yourself in that situation, feel how it felt. What are the things you smelled? What did you see? What like as much um, clarity and detail as you can have about those blessings and it just changes my perception of everything. It calms me down. It takes me back to center. It reminds me that I'm living a life of abundance and blessing instead of scarcity and fear. And I will tell you, that is my number one trick. The second that I start to feel any anxiety pop up for any reason, I make myself stop and do gratitude work and then come back and start again. Okay, that is so powerful. I'm going to steal that. I yeah, love that. Yeah, please do. Please do. It's been, um, it, honestly, I think it's the same thing for, you know, you can't feel angry and gratitude at the same time. You can't feel frustration. So it's, uh, I mean, gratitude is, is such a good gift for anything. And we have, in the last couple of years, had some really hard years with our adoption process. And this mm -hmm. work, this learning to, even in really hard, difficult seasons, force myself to reach for joy is um, one of the greatest lessons I think I'll ever learn in my entire life. 
That's so good. Yeah. So switching gears for a second, back to the idea of business coaching and business, because I, I love it. I'm super passionate about the idea. Who should hire a business coach? Like, who is the person? Because I got to tell you, like, I've tried it a couple of times and really not loved the results. Um, I think it's the exact thing you said where I cannot, if I hope this doesn't sound obnoxious, but I think if I am smarter than you are about how to run and scale a business, you're not allowed to advise me. <laughs> Like if exactly. you, you know, like I've, I, I had a business coach a couple of years ago where I'm like, you're giving me to-do list, but you've never actually done this yourself. I can't respect you. And therefore we can't keep having this conversation. So talk to us about what that relationship looks like, who it makes the most sense for all of that good stuff. Totally. It's a great question. Really, it depends on where people are in their career. So like I said, I work with, I can only speak for me, but I work with a variety of different people from um, executives who need to learn how to manage their team better and to make sure that they can keep employees all the way down to women who say, Hey, this is my dream. I bought this expensive course and I'm still stuck. What do I actually do now? Yeah. So anybody who finds themselves in business going, I need somebody to, to not only tell me what to do, but to point out my blind spots. So even though I am a business coach for a living, I have a business coach. Oh, I love that. But yeah, because I mean, think about it. Every top performer has a coach. You're so whether right. it's an, yeah, everybody has it because I constantly have new blind spots pop up that I can't see because hello, I'm busy being me. Yeah, I need somebody like I have one friend who we just have a friendship, but any anything I'm about to put out there, anything um, you know, design wise, I send to her and I go, I need you to tear this apart for me. Yeah, because because you have an eye for this. Um, the secret to success is always being open to someone going, okay, here's your blind spot. Here's what you need to do next. We're going to bump this up a little bit over here. Like that's how we take it to the next level. Well, I love that too, because I, I have to tell you every single person that I admire in business that I'm friends with, mm -hmm. I won't, it's not even something that I'll say like, oh, is someone guiding you here? But inevitably it comes up in conversation like, oh, when I was meeting with my business coach, um, yeah. <laughs> I, Christy Wright, who's a good friend who I just love and admire and is one of the best business coaches ever, has a business coach. And mm -hmm. it wasn't like, I didn't realize that until recently. I was like, what? Wait a minute. Who are you talking to and how? So I just think that that's, um, it's something that I keep circling around. There's a, there's a conference that I went to a few years ago and the line was the training never stops. Like if you're an Olympic athlete, if you're the best of the best that there is, you still train every day. And that. it's exactly what you said. It's impossible to see your own blind spot. So I dig that idea. If you, let's say that, because I think the people who are interested in having a business coach, you need to call immediately. Call Allie. Talk to her about what's going on. But um, let's say that I'm listening to this. I'm early in my career. And financially, I can't afford that. Is there advice that you would offer, places you could go, resources that they can access, where they can sort of be their own business coach or maybe they could um, have an accountability group with some friends or is there something like that that you could say, hey, if you can't afford it yet, this is where you would tell them to start? Sure, sure. There, Here's the secret. Especially when you're first building your business, it is all available online. Amen. It's just finding it. It's just Amen. Googling it. Yeah. Like, I literally would nurse my baby in the middle of the night and with a broken laptop with missing keys in the middle of the night, just Google to find yep. out answers yep. until you get to a certain level. Like everyone can, can research how to, 
how to build an email list, how to build a website, how to do all of those things. So for that part of it, it, it is really easy to do it on a shoestring budget. Mm, that's great. Um, I have on, on my site, I have a, a free course. You can just sign up for it. It's 10 days to a better business. And it literally takes people step by step through marketing to who you want to target, how to set up email, how to write it. Just because I know there are so many people out there who just need a nudge. Yeah. You need something free. Yeah. Yeah. We will put that in. Uh, we'll put it in our show notes so anyone can grab that link that wants to do it. Uh, if someone's listening to this and they are really excited this year to scale or grow their business, what's the one piece of advice? If you have to narrow it down, what's the one thing you would tell them? Email never fails. Mm. Talk to me about that. Let's dig into that for a minute okay. because it is, I will even tell you in our own work here, like, man, we keep growing that list. And I think, I hope that our, our tribe would agree we do a good job of offering you value there. But I got to tell you, I don't know that we're excellent at selling through email. So talk to, talk to me about email and why that matters still today in 2018. Okay, before I do that, I'll tell you one thing. I love your weekly newsletters. Yes. I get them. They're very personable. Yes. But it's true. You don't ever pitch anything. Well, I feel like I'm uh, I'm glad. Let's you're you're going to be my coach for a second cuz we're going to have this conversation. Okay. I am um I feel like I want to be very careful with where and how I ask people to buy, which is ridiculous. I know. I'm going to be my own uh, coach for a second because I really believe in the products that we have. The book that just came out, I've never been more proud of anything. I really believe that it could help women. And our conference that we do every year, I think is the most incredible two days, the biggest gift you could give yourself. I believe in these products, but I just get nervous that people are going to be like, ugh, stop talking about it. So, so well, advise me on this, girl. Okay, so you're comfortable on social media, but mm -hmm. you're less comfortable on email. So yes. why is that? I feel like on email, well, oh my gosh, just turned into a therapy session. I feel like on social media, you're amongst a big group of people who are also talking about their stuff. But email, I feel like it's a sit, like you gave me access to your inbox. And I don't want you to ever feel like I'm taking advantage of that. Though, honestly, as I'm saying this to you, it's so dumb because, like, I don't get annoyed when Target shows me what they've got. I don't get annoyed when jo Joanna Gaines – I almost said JoJo like she was my friend. When Joanna <laughs> Gaines sends, like, I do, I'm like, ooh, what do you have? So I, I don't know why. That's a, great, that's a great question. I don't know why I overthink it way too much. Because literally you have – the book is amazing. I love your latest book. Thank you. And the conference is amazing. You have resources that will change people's lives. Mm -hmm. If you care about your audience, you've got to give them a chance to find out more about it. And here's the thing. Every time you send an email, people are going to unsubscribe. Yeah. And that's fine. They're yeah. allowed to. Yeah. It's just getting used to that. And honestly, it just keeps your bills down if they unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I love that attitude. Okay. That's great. So if you're not if you're not me, let's say, if you're, if you're listening yeah. to this, you own an Etsy shop or my sister owns a bakery in a small town, how can email be helpful to those women who um, are starting or growing a small business? Email is the best way for us to stay in contact with our customers. So Facebook will want to charge us, you know, a million dollars to show it to anybody. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Twitter has come and gone. Instagram's on the rise right now. Who knows what's next? All of these different platforms that we, we build our, our brands on can come and go. Email is the one that is consistent. It stays. People, people like to get email messages, sales messages through emails because they've signed up and they care about what you have to say. If you have a small business, if it's a bakery, 
know, maybe it's a weekly newsletter where you're sending things that are happening out in the town, things that people need to know about. And then you throw in offers with, with, um, you know, what the specials are and how it's going to improve your life. And people love it. It's the Mm -hmm. one way that we can continually stay in contact with our customers. Is there a way that you would say, um, if you're just starting out, if you're like, man, you're right, Allie, I do need an email list. How do you how do you start one? How do you grow one? Uh, particularly for those people who maybe have a, so- a small social presence mm-hmm. or are a brick and mortar store. Okay, growing an email list, despite what the big internet marketers will tell you, it's a long, hard slog. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not going to be a thousand people by the end of the week. The key is to Find one problem that your target customer has. So you have to know, here's who I serve, and here's the problem that this person has. And then develop some sort of free gift that's going to solve that one specific problem. Then the key is to do some Facebook advertising and draw people to this free gift and let Mm -hmm. them sign up. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be expensive, but it has to be intentional. You solve one problem for one type of person and you start building the email list that way because just you know just randomly developing a free gift or a download I mean we all have a million downloads on our mm-hmm. computers that we've never looked at yeah. but if it's something that solves a problem that's where you can get some traction yeah that's great good job I, good job <laughs> Sorry, I like it. I just I thought we were like having coffee together. Like, yes, girl, good job. Yeah, thank you for that piece of wisdom. Oh my gosh, I'm such a nerd. I'm super awkward. I don't know if that comes across, but that is just the dang truth. Oh Um, my gosh, that's fantastic. That that may be the best thing I've ever had happen on a podcast. Okay, good. (laughs) I had to go speak at an event last night, and it was this is the worst. I know you speak, so you know it's like incredible when you get to speak to a room of people who know you, who hang out with you online, and when you hang out when you go to speak to a group of people who have no idea who you are and in my case don't get my humor at all or understand how awkward I am it is the most painful like oh and I'm in my head I'm like I swear there are people who find me funny not you guys apparently but normally normally I just kill so sorry about all my awkwardness. the time um, all the time so if you I know um as well, I shouldn't say I know. I'm just going to assume that as someone who is focused on personal growth and growth in others, uh, that resources, so podcasts, YouTube videos, books, have played a big part in your life. Is that true, or did I just make mm-hmm. up a backstory Huge. about you? Okay, great. And what are some totally. of your biggest, like, what are the books, what are the, what are the things that you feel like have had the most impact on you? Well, I'll tell you, the first thing I did when after we lost everything, I had the broken laptop and $42, mm-hmm. is I bought TypePad for dummies. I don't even know if TypePad is still a blogging platform, but wow. the first thing I did, I was like, I need a book. Mm-hmm. Um, the book that I love that I recommend to everyone to start with is Dave Ramsey's Entree Leadership. Yes, yes. It's Fantastic. so good. And honestly, I made Dave, my husband, I made him listen to it on audio because he's not mm-hmm. a big um, a big reader. It's so incredible, you guys. I fully agree with that. You need to go listen to it immediately. Or it's read so it. good. And I will read anything from Tim Ferriss. Okay, so 4-Hour cool. Workweek was amazing. Yep. Um, Ryan Hall, if you're a writer or aspire to be a writer or develop any products, Ryan Holiday's book that he put out, I think last year, Perennial Seller, hmm. is amazing. I mean, because here's the thing, I read so many books that I'm a little jaded. Mm -hmm. So when I get a book that I'm like, what? I'm underlining everything. I'm turning down pages. Ryan Holidays is really fantastic. That's a good one. I'm going to write that down. Uh, Did you by chance read High Performance Habits? 
I did not, that, but I should have. Yeah, with the that way was, you talked about it. <laughs> that was my book last year that I just, I still like ask that question because it's exactly what you said. I read so many books and oftentimes you're like, yeah, I get it. You have one point that you're now going to just say for 25 chapters, but we get it. Or this is not anything I haven't heard totally. before. That was just such excellent, excellent information. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Okay, that makes me want to go read it because I appreciate from you that you told everybody on your Instagram story that it was on sale on Kindle. Yes. And I bought it that day, but oh, then I good. forgot to read it. Oh, girl, you have yeah, to. So Please read, it, read it and then okay. send me a note and let me know what you think because I just think it's fantastic. Uh, are you a conference person? Do you go to personal growth or business conferences? And if so, which ones? Yes. I don't go to business conferences anymore because it tends to just be a pitch fest, you know, yeah. where everyone's like pitching their yeah. products That's and this so and that. Cool. And yeah. And I believe I don't want to waste my time at a business conference if I can Google that information. Yeah. Like I can do that at home. So Mm -hmm. anything that is self-development that will teach me how to think that'll help me clear out my blind spots. And it's, it's funny that I'll suggest it, but there's this conference called Catalyst Conference. Oh yeah. And I, yeah, I went to it accidentally the first time in 2011 because, um, because of some different speakers were there. Malcolm Gladwell was there. Mm. Jim Collins was there. I had no idea it was a, it was actually a ministry conference, Yeah, but I fell in love with it and I haven't missed it a single year since. Oh, really? Okay. It's That's good. To really? Know. Oh yeah. Top level. I used to run a conference. That was my first business. And mm. when I was at Catalyst Conference, I saw Jim Collins speak and just was ballsy enough, if I can say that on your podcast to reach out to him and and try to get him at my conference. He couldn't make it, but he let me come out to his office in Boulder. And we got wow. to spend a couple hours together just picking his brains. Oh, He's a rad. really nice, phenomenal guy. And Jim, I call him Jim because we're buddies now. Yeah, sort of. oh yeah. Not, oh, yeah. But he let me come out to his office in Boulder because he believes so much in my mission of training women entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it's so important because he spends all his time, of course, with top business people and teaching at Stanford and West Point. But, it, but his his focus was it's so important to train women to run their own businesses. It's so important in the future. Yes. Is there, um, have you ever gone to a Tony Robbins conference? No, but I was jealous following your story. Girl, sister. And I honestly, I feel like at some point that company is just going to start giving me like $5 for everyone that I send their way. <laughs> I, um, he has, I've been to several of his, obviously. I love him so much. And I always tell people, if you know that he is like, if you know him in real life and he's a terrible person, don't, don't ever tell me because it will just destroy yes, me. No. Um, but he has a conference called UPW, which is Unleash the Power Within. I know that sounds cheesy. And there are definitely parts of it that are cheesy but it is I've never been to anything like it uh that is as um as big a catalyst for change it is like a four-day therapy session it's all about yourself your own all the things um it changed my life and I think my life was already really good it changed my marriage and I think my marriage was already really good um and I am honestly doing a, like I feel like a little bit of a crazy person right now because I'm like oh man I want to buy a UPW ticket and just go for like the first day even though I've been twice already <laughs> like I just want to go for the first day get myself all fired up and then head back out into the year because I just don't know anybody who oh I just love it so if you ever consider it if it ever comes near your your place you've got to I can't recommend it enough 
Okay, it's on my list yeah. now. It's going to happen. Yeah, please. Honestly, tell people, like, if you if you have to choose between coming to my event and going to his, I mean, I really want you to come to Rise, but I, I would rather that you go there because I just think it'll change your life. And if you change your life, then you will help other people around you to do the same, and that's why we're in this work. So um, sorry that I just went off on a weird Tony Robbins tangent. All right. We'll get back to the <laughs> real interview questions. Um, so on every single episode of Deus, I ask the same five questions. There are just the weird things that I wonder about other women. And I would like to ask them to you. What, sure. what time do you wake up in the morning and what is your morning routine? I want to wake up at five, but normally I wake up at six, okay. depending on which child needs me. Yes. Morning routine is I wake up, I get all the kids ready. My husband takes them to school at 730. And then I have quiet time from 730 to nine. Mm -hmm. So that's reading, it's journaling, it's prayer, meditation, and it's just getting myself centered for the day because there's so much creative work I need mm -hmm. to do during the day. If mm -hmm. I don't guard that time, I'm done. That's awesome. Um, and also really similar to my own um, start. I think, honestly, if you can, uh, I hate to sound like a Pinterest ad, but if you can conquer your morning, <laughs> if you can start your morning with intentionality and focus, it changes the entire day, which changes the week and everything that comes after it. So I love that. Totally. I actually work really hard to try to plan. And this is a luxury. So everyone listening, please don't roll your eyes at me because <laughs> it took me 10 years to get here. But I know that I can focus in the morning, but I, I have terrible focus in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. So if I need to figure something out for a client or I need to be creative, it's in the morning. So I won't even have meetings in the morning or calls if I can Smart. help it. I save all my calls for the afternoon when I know like I can do tasks, I can talk. But if you need some brilliance from me, I'm done. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you know yourself and you're paying attention to when you have the highest output. Because I have friends who are night owls. That is not my spiritual gifting. I cannot do that for you. I need to be asleep by 9.15 p.m. Uh, so it's a great piece of advice for women listening to pay attention to when you are at your best. And then here's a crazy idea. Do the things that matter most when you are at your best. Um, Speaking of being at your best, what is your coffee order? If you go to Starbucks, what are you going to have? Okay, this is this is kind of a sad point for me. For maybe 15 years, I drank four or five cups of coffee a day. Yeah. And last year, I had to give it up. Mm. So now I've moved to tea. And okay. I am that granny that always carries like specialty tea in her purse now. That's so hilarious. I'm always just going to Starbucks for, for plain hot water. Yeah, yeah that's, I like now, it. I, I never thought it would be me, but it is, it's my yeah. secret shame. All right. <laughs> I don't think that's shame. I think that's excellent planning, personally. I know you have to travel a ton. Uh, what is your what is your like essential travel item that you don't ever want to be without? I need a portable charger because I have low-key phone battery yeah. issues. Yep. So I need to know that if my iPad goes out or I'm stuck on a runway somewhere that I can charge my phone because, Lord help me, if I don't have my phone fully yep. charged. Yep. That's and I also have a, a purse full of snacks normally. I have Laura bars in my yeah. purse. Come on. People, yeah. people are always serving danishes for a quick breakfast. I don't yeah. want that. Yeah, it's going to yeah. throw off everything. Yeah, battery uh, and snacks. Uh, that's a good one. I feel like that's all you need for life. What is your favorite workout and how often do you do it? 
Mm, I'm really bad at exercise. That's the one. I, I research all of these things about life, you know, to make life better and optimize life. And exercise is right up there with everything. But I don't do it. I barely do the seven-minute app, maybe three times a week. But I'm working on it. I'm That's a work good. in progress. That's good. <laughs> so this podcast is called Deus. Deus is the idea of a platform. And when you're given a platform and you have the opportunity to speak, I like to ask if you could tell women listening to this one thing that you believe to be true that they would take into themselves and also treat as truth and live their lives into this piece of advice, what would you say? No pressure. I no. know. And it's not a big okay. it's not a big question at all. That hmm. nobody knows what they're doing. That hmm. that it's all scary and risky. And if you're waiting to take the next step until you feel confident or until you feel like you have enough resources or wisdom, you're going to be the false prophet of your own doom because mm. you're never going to go anywhere. Just get going no matter what stage you are for the next step. And if you have that dream inside of you, you need to honor it and go for it. Mm. I love that. Allie, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your wisdom and taking the time today and talking about all the things, not just the fun and pretty things, but the hard truths about what life looks like behind the scenes and how hard we have to work and hustle to get where we're trying to go. I think it's incredible that you are devoting your life and your energy to helping other women to grow and scale their businesses and that you did this with us for you know, the last 40 minutes of, um, of chatting. I know that so many women are going to benefit from your knowledge. So thanks, sister. Super well, thank you, friend. Yeah. It's been great to be here with you. And I could say the same thing to you. I think you are amazing and oh. an inspiration. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, and now I'm going to go talk to my email person about putting, make sure we put the book. <laughs> How do we put the book in the email? We got to give them the opportunity. Allie told me it's true. There you um, go. All right. Have a fantastic uh, week and I'll talk to you again soon. We will be back with another episode next week. In the meantime, if you have a moment and you can write a review or subscribe to the podcast, that is life to those of us who work so hard to produce every single episode. For more information, you can check out deuspodcast.com or stalk me on every form of social media. I am Miss Rachel Hollis on every single platform. Thanks to our producer, Allison Cohen, our sound engineer, Jack Noble, and our sound editor, Andrew Weller. Most importantly, I hope you heard something today that inspires you. I'll see you next week.